Thank you for supporting the media outreach of New Covenant Christian Ministries. Through the powerful preaching and teaching of Pastor Bill and Dr. Deanne Johnson, family relations are being restored. The wayward are returning to God. And together, we are transforming all people into fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ. Join us now for a message that will strengthen you in your faith and encourage you to be all that God has designed you to be. Well, the Lord gave me the theme for this morning before I even got here. God is good. God is good. Verses of text that I'm going to have you read this morning uh, points to the fact that God is good. And if I, in my study, would release everything that I studied about the goodness of God in Scripture, it would just be so voluminous we wouldn't have time to cover it. But God is trying to let us know in his word one thing, and that is he is good. Amen? Amen. My mind goes to a story when my mother, who used to keep a child for a couple doctors and took care of uh, their home for them, she locked herself out of the house one day. And the little girl who she was watching uh, was only about three or four years old and didn't know how to operate locks and things of that nature. And so she was able to get her attention and, and communicate to her and she was able to unlock the door for my mother. And my mother came in afterwards and said, oh, thank you, Jesus. And the little girl said, what you thanking Jesus for? I'm the one that opened the door. We get the same way with God, that God is the one who does things for us. And sometimes we get confused and get it twisted and say, but Lord, I, 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 but we need to know one thing that anything good that you have in your life has come from God. Every breath that you take belongs to him. The clothes that you wear belong to him. That promotion that you receive, it was God that gave it to you. It wasn't just your talents and your ability because promotion comes from the Lord. And God desires to do good to people, especially those of us in the household of faith. If I were a defense attorney, attorney and I were representing God, I would say and declare that there has been false accusations placed against my client. Because the abundance of evidence that exists for his goodness far outweigh all the claims that he's not. So what I want to leave with you this morning is not a deep revelation. I'm not trying to teach you anything new. But I am trying to inspire you towards the goodness of God. If you leave out of here this morning saying God is good, I accomplished my mission. If you're going through your week saying God is good, I've accomplished my mission. But further than that, I want you to do more than just say God is good. I want you to say God is good to me. And that good things are happening to me, not just sometime, not just occasionally, but the course of my life is that good things happen to me. Look at your neighbor and say, God is good and good things are happening to me. Look at somebody else and say, God is good. And something good good. is happening to me. 
Amen. It's not enough for us to just think of God in this ambiguous way and think of him only in a theological sense. He has to be personal and endearing in our own lives. We need to know for ourselves that God is good and experience it in every way. As the word says this morning in Psalms 149, 9, it says the Lord is good to all. I want that just to linger for a minute. There's nobody on earth that God is not good to. Amen. And his tender mercies are over all his works. Psalms 34, 8 says, oh, taste and see. Come on, finish it out. And blessed is a man that trusts in him. The Lord is good in all of his ways. The first point that I want to make to you this morning is since God is good, we need to praise God for his goodness. Psalms 107 verses, verses 1, 7, 8, 21, 20 through 22, 31. All of them have this refrain in this text that reminds us of something that we need to do. It says, oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Why? Come on now. Why are we giving thanks to God? You mean we're only supposed to give thanks to him because we're, we feel good? Come on now. Is that the only time you give thanks to God? Is the only time you give thanks to God is when things are going well for you? Oh, glory to God. See, because when we're walking by faith, we know that all things work together for what? Good. It may not be good to me, but it's working together for my good. It's one of the ingredients that God has put into this red velvet cake that when I it's all mixed together, it becomes something that I say, what you say? That's what God is doing with your life. And we too often judge him by singular moments and understand we don't know enough to make those type of decisions. We don't know enough to make a judgment on God of whether or not he's good or bad because he is in charge of everything and he's making something that we don't even understand. The Bible says that he is not just reconciling me. He's not just reconciling you. He's not just reconciling new covenant. He's not just reconciling new vision. He's not just reconciling the earth. The Bible says he is reconciling all of creation unto himself. God is saying this morning, work with me, people, because I'm working on something. Glory to God. And when it's all done, you're going to like what you see. Glory to God. But just go along for the ride just a little while longer and see what God is going to do in your life. I think it was James Cleveland who said, be patient with me. God is not through with me yet. God is working on something in your life. He is stirring something up in your imagination. He's stirring some type of creativity up in you. He's creating something that at the end of the day, God is going to look at you and say, now that's what I made. But we need to understand in all of this, it, he is good. Now it says, oh, taste and see, number one, that's a command. It's, it's, it's a, a command that he's giving us that we have to 
voluntarily out of our own volition taste the goodness of God. Because some people get it twisted. And some people think that, that the things that are in their lives are the things that they, they've produced out of their own effort. There are some people who have this misnomer that God, that they pulled themselves up by their own bootstraps. Your bootstraps ain't that strong. Glory to God. The only reason why we move into goodness is because of a good God. The only reason why the United States has experienced anything good is because of the good God that we serve. Only because we are submitted to his will. When we stop depending on the goodness of God. The moment we stop doing that, the grace of God begins to live. We don't realize what it does to God when we begin to praise him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But you have to recognize that you got to praise him for something. If someone gives you a gift and you felt like they owed it to you, you're likely not to say thank you. And if you do say thank you, it's in a patronizing way. But when somebody does something for you that you really know you didn't deserve, when they they, they do something for you that you know, but for this, there's no way that I would have made it here. Then you begin to stop and you say, thank you. In my career, God has given me favor with some people. And I thank God for the favor. But guess what? I, to this day, thank them for the favor. Because I know they didn't have to do it for me. God touched their heart and I thank God ultimately. But Jesus grew in favor with God and with man. So we thank God for these things when we recognize that I is not of my own volition. It's not of my own will. It's I am not that good. And the problem is many of us think that we're that good. When we realize that there's no goodness in your flesh, in my flesh, or anybody's flesh, you better not trust yourself because I tell you, if the grace of God is lifted off of any one of us, we would be on the corner. But for the grace of God, I would be strung out on drugs. But for the grace of God, I would be leaving my wife and not being faithful to my home. But for the grace of God. There's not a one of us in here that good. And the problem is, when we begin to get heady and high-minded, there's one thing that God hates above one of the seven things that he thinks is detestable. And that is a proud look. Glory to God. I'm not going to talk about all the sins, see, because we on on this side think that the only thing that God hates are certain sins that we don't do. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But you need to realize today that God hates a proud look. God hates somebody whose nose is so stuck up in the air that they can't bow their knee before God and just say, but for you, Lord, you're the only reason why I'm here. You're the only reason why I can breathe. Humble yourselves before the hand of the mighty God. We as his people, and anybody should, should be humbling ourselves before him. And worshiping him for his goodness. If you're trying to go to heaven just to see the pearly gates. 
The only reason why you want to go to heaven is to see the street go, streets go. <laughs> oh my God. Some people have gotten more noble than say, I just want to talk to Peter and Paul. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, if Jesus is there, that's good enough for me. The only reason why I want to go there and see him is so that I can see him face to face. So I can behold his glory. So that I can see his goodness in full view. I want to be like the seraphims in Isaiah 6 that go around him day and night. And all they say is holy, holy, holy Lord God Almighty. We as a people of God must be mesmerized by the presence of God. Not by how I preach, not by how anybody preaches, but for the presence of God. Glory to God. Thank Him right now for His presence and give Him praise for it. We got a taste. The problem is. We lose sight of what God has done because we're grasping so hard after what he, we want him to do. Don't let our pursuit overreign our desire for God. And let us realize all that God has done in our lives today. There's a season I was praying for our church And I was praying for certain people in the church and saying, Lord, they should be further along than this. And I was just on and on that that we should be running better than this. This should be better. And and I was just going on and on. And the spirit of God stopped me. And he said, do you want to give me thanks for what I have done? Do you want to take time to thank me for the marriage that when they came here was about ready to fall apart and because of the ministry they received here that their marriage is strong and thriving? Do you want to thank me for that person that didn't believe that they all they could do anything? Their lives were filled with I can't, but now they feel like I'm more than a conqueror through Christ. Or you want to praise me for the young person whose life was revolutionized and I have to just shut my mouth and just turn my face towards God and say Lord I thank you for what you have done I thank you Lord for you saved me from that accident I thank you Lord God that when we didn't think my wife was going to make it through surgery your hand was upon her and you delivered her out glory to God I thank you Lord that when my child was going away and being rebellious against you that the Holy Spirit arrested her and turned her Towards you. I want to thank you, God. Everybody has something that they can praise God for. Everybody, if you stop and think about it long enough, will think about something that God's been good to me. Old song, when I think of the goodness. Of Jesus and all that He's done. Glory to God. Oh, Dr. D, when I first got saved, I didn't understand what the old folks were talking about. I'm like, you can just think about Him and start feeling all that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. yes, I can. 
he's been that good to me. He's been that very good to me. I had to live a little while. I had to live long, long enough to have some debts that I couldn't pay. Where I had more month than I had check. And I had to believe God. Glory to God. There was one time we didn't know where we were going to go and what we were going to do. And my wife asked me, what should I do? I said, sow it all. I said, we don't have enough already. We might as well use it as seed. And I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know how God did it, but God provided. Glory. So when I think of the goodness of Jesus, all that he's done for me, my soul cries out. Hallelujah. Praise God for saving me. I got to give you this scripture. Second Chronicles. See, we don't realize what praise does. We don't realize what praise does. I want you to turn to 2 Chronicles. 2 Chronicles 5, 5th chapter, starting around verse 13. And I'm not going to read the whole thing, but this talks about how they were praising and thanking God. They got the instruments together. They got the musicians together. They got the singers together. Sounds like church to me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But this was a church service where they didn't come to sing songs that made them feel good. <laughs> they didn't come. come on, you know what I'm talking about right now. See, if, when we realize that it's for God, we come in and say, what do you want to hear this morning, God? Glory to God. If God wants to hear bringing in the sheaves, there should be people that will, we will come rejoicing, bringing in the sheaves. Glory to God. If that's what God wants to hear, if God wants to be glorified that way, there should be a group of people on the earth that says, I'm going to make love to you, God, in your style, in what you want. I'm going to touch you, God, the way you want to be touched. Somebody should shout hallelujah. They got together. They got their symbols, their instruments. And here's the, here's the song that they sung. Oh, glory to God. They sung the song. For he is good. And his mercy endures forever. I dare you people of God. I think the women this weekend, they caught on something. They were singing about the goodness of God. And all of a sudden I hear that the presence of God fell on that place so heavy that they couldn't finish it. Glory to God. If we start singing about the goodness of God, if the praises go up, the blessings come down. If you praise God, he dwells in the midst of our praise. Glory to God. God, if you're going through some people of God, get in your bedroom, get in your closet, have your own self a praise party. Glory to God. Come on, let's take a praise break. Somebody needs to thank him right now. Let's not just read the word. Let's exercise the word. Thank God for his goodness. Thank God for his blessings. Glory! 
Here's the reality. We should thank God for his goodness. But also, we should expect the goodness of God. You are the children of God. You are the children of God. The Bible says we can boldly, boldly come to the throne of grace and obtain mercy, favor in our hour of need. Come on now. Here's how we access the kingdom of heaven. You need to hear it. You need to hear it. The Bible says that Jesus told us to pray this. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. And then he told Peter this. He said, whatsoever you bind on earth. Now we get the Greek translation mixed up on this. Because we act like the greater is following the lesser. God never bows himself to anyone. Glory to God. He doesn't bow himself to us. Do you think we can command God? No, we can't command God. The only thing we can do is get in the... See, that's why we don't understand worship. We think worship is about ourselves. Worship is all about getting us in position. God doesn't need our worship. Whether I say thank you or not doesn't mean anything to God, but it means everything to me because worship positions me in the open heaven. It positions me so that now things are opened up to me and I now have access to things that I normally wouldn't have access to. When Jacob was wrestling with God and a ladder came down from heaven, he had an access point. Glory to God. We are filled with the spirit of God. We have free access to the throne of grace. We just need to position ourselves under the open heaven and you do it by worship. You do it by praising God. Make your own song. (laughs) I don't care if you can sing or not. The Bible didn't say make a good noise. It says make a joyful noise. I can't sing like Apostle Billy. But I can make some noise. And if you give me a song to sing, the words probably going to be all jacked up. But it's my words and it's my song unto my God. If you don't like it, get your own song. Everybody can praise God. Glory to God. You can wiggle your finger. You can move your toe. You can bat your eye. You can shake your head. You can do something that let the earth know that your God is good. David said in this song, I would have fainted lest I believe that I would see the goodness of God. You got to believe. Now, let's put this in perspective. David didn't see the goodness. You don't have to have faith and hope for something that you already see. (laughs) Hope is for what you don't see. Faith is calling those things that are not. Glory to God. So when you are in a hopeless situation, 
You better learn how to believe to see the goodness of God. You need to start right now shaping your world by the word of God. Start right now naming that thing, calling with what it's going to be and say, not today, devil. This is what it's going to be. You're going to be. Glory to God. God said he has given us authority over all the authority of the enemy. You better take your authority right now. Your rightful place as heirs and joint heirs with Christ Jesus. Your rightful place with the by on the right hand of God. Don't you know? All the promises of God. Some of them. So why are we? What what were we thinking? That promotion when I play play games with my my mother-in-law. She has this thing: linger you may, but die you must. We're <laughs> for old cheating self. She don't cheat, but I got to make some type of excuse for why she beats me all the time. We need to start saying the same thing to the devil. Glory to God. Linger you may, but die you most. Because I have a living hope. I know the God that I serve. And I know in whom I believe. So you are going to change. Cancer, you got to go. Depression, you've got to go. I release the joy of the Lord on my life. I declare what type of person I'm going to be. I name it and I claim it and I speak it over my life. When you expect something, can I share something with you? Here's the reality. Sometimes certain culture, cultural groups don't know how to act privileged. I ain't mad at anybody who acts privileged. They think they know who they are. Now, I don't think you use it to run over people now. But in the kingdom of God, I ain't giving the devil no sympathy. The devil is here for one reason, to kill you, to destroy you, and to, and, and to take away your life. I'm telling you right, to skill, deal, and destroy. That's all he's here for. So why are you playing patty wings with it? Why are you playing games with the devil? Begin to call that joker out. I'm going to prophesy to you. Some of you have inheritances that have been stolen from you. And you know what's stopping it from coming your way? You got to release what's already in the heavenly realm. Glory to God. Glory to God. It's already released. There's no poverty in heaven. So why should we accept poverty here on earth? There's no sickness in heaven. Why should we accept sickness here on earth? Look into the heavenlies and expect God to bless you. Expect God to bless your family. Expect glory to God. Expect the blessing of Joseph to be all on your life. That whatever you touch is going to be blessed. Expect the blessings of Abraham. That wherever you put your foot on, that ground is yours. Begin to claim it because God is good to you. And he's blessing every area of your life. When we expect the goodness of God, we expect the blessings of God. The last point that I'm going to make to you this morning. We need to thank God for his goodness. We need to expect God's goodness. Here's the last point I want to make to you. We need to inject 
God's goodness. We need to inject God's goodness. I'm originally from the north, but I'm a southern boy now. My roots are right here in Georgia, Monticello, Georgia. Only one generation removed. So thankful to God for the opportunity to speak where my roots come from. But we need to understand who we are in God. And here's what I've learned when I move south is that you got to sometimes make to make your meat taste right. Come on. You got to inject something in it. Some of us, by the time we're done with it, it's turkey by name. Because you done injected so much stuff in it, it tastes like anything but turkey. Don't you realize why we're here on the earth? God said to Abraham, and the blessing of Abraham is ours. He said, through you, every nation of the earth will be blessed. Glory to God. You know what? Mississippi is blessed because I'm there. And it ain't just for me, every one of you, Lithonia, Atlanta, Georgia, is blessed because you are here. You bring the blessings of God with you. So start injecting it in your workplace. Start injecting it everywhere you go. Start going to God, giving somebody a smile. Start saying, when I shake people's hands, they don't know it. I'm infecting them with the goodness of God. There are infectious diseases. I declare over you today that you are an infectious blessing. That wherever you go, everything around you gets better. The people around you get better. Glory to God. The situation around you get better. The finances around you get better. Glory to God because I'm a carrier and I'm carrying the blessings of God with me. Glory to God. I keep my needle with me in the name of Jesus. And I just begin. A trip to the grocery store ain't just a trip to the grocery store. It's cool. The trip to the grocery store is a time for me to infect some people with the goodness of God. That's who we are. I'm going to give this two years of reference and then I'm going to close. Zechariah, eighth chapter. That's in the Old Testament. The 13th verse. He said, Jude, Israel used to be a symbol, and this is a new living, living translation, I like how it reads, used to be a symbol of a curse to the nations, but no longer. Somebody say, no longer. No. Now, I will rescue you, and look here, I like this, and make you a symbol and a source of blessing. Here's, here's what that word is saying. Let me break that down for you in Ebonics. When you look at the dictionary and you look up blessing, your face is there. Go to God. Your face is there. You are not only a blessing to people and everybody around you, but when, here's how you know that you become a symbol of blessing. 
See, there, there are people in our community that we're a little bit not too non-traditional for them. But here's what the word on the streets is. If you want to get a hold of God, go to New Vision. <laughs> and we'll have people drop in, say, well, 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 how'd you get here? Well, I just needed to get a touch. <laughs> I ain't mad at them. injection glory to God I'm not trying to draw people into new vision I'm trying to draw people into the kingdom of God and in one vision the new vision will keep them in the kingdom of God be here's what I want you to be take this be a blessing pusher or a blessing dealer let's say a blessing dealer you're a blessing dealer. You ain't a drug dealer. You're a blessing dealer. And everywhere you go, you're trying to be a blessing to somebody. Well, just every now and then when you're in the store, that Holy Spirit leads you. He'll tell you, pay for that person's groceries. <laughs> Lord, that don't fit in my budget. Glory to God. Start carrying a good word. So Sometimes our devotion life is so that God will drop something in our spirit. How many of you had a time where God dropped something in your spirit in the morning and then all of a sudden you ran into somebody and then the Holy Spirit said, that's what that word was for. And you just thought it was for yourself. No, you're a blessing dealer. <laughs> Glory to God. And you're getting your fix. You're getting your hook up so that now you can have enough supply that when you run into people on the street, you can... what the people of God should be. The first thing the world thinks about when they think about new covenant is going to be that they judge me. It's going to be that I can't come here unless I'm dressed a certain way. The word on the street was that our church was for rich people. And I don't know where that came from. They were prophesying to us and I received it. They, they told one of our board members that unless you drive a certain type of car, you can't come to this church. Our board member said, that ain't true, but if you come here long enough, you're going to be driving a certain type of car. Because we are blessing dealers. Be a blessing dealer. That the first thing people think about when they think about new covenant, I'm talking about especially those who are outside outside the body of faith have not come to Christ. The first thing they think about is now that's a place I don't know what it is, but when I go there I just feel different. I don't know what it is, but I just that church, they sure do know how to love love people. That you know how to, that's what we should be known. The hallmark, the distinctive of the church. This is a beautiful facility and I thank God for it. But New Covenant isn't known for the facility. The new, the new Covenant is known because the presence of God is here. And that's what people need more than anything. We are dealing God's goodness to everybody that we see.
everybody we are cross of. The Bible tells these, especially those of us in the household of faith. Can you repeat after me? Can you repeat after me? God is good. And God is good to me. Lord, I thank you for your goodness. Lord, I expect your goodness. And Lord, I will inject your goodness. Now give God praise and thank him for that. We hope you've enjoyed this message. For more information on other products and materials, please contact us at 770-484-9300, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Or visit our website at www.newcov.org. If you're in the Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for one of our dynamic services. Once again, thank you for receiving the living word of God from New Covenant Christian Ministries, where we are transforming all people into fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ.